0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan, and today is finally another video game review. So today we will be reviewing Werewolf the Apocalypse... Earthblood, created by Cyanide Studios and released by Nacon. So this was a game that popped on my radar back last summer when I saw, I can't remember if it was like E3, but there was a trailer for it, like a live action trailer. And I've been following the game all the way till it's released this year. It originally, I believe, was supposed to come out in November. Um, So I, uh, for those of you that don't know, I know basically the, the basic knowledge of the World of Darkness, uh, franchise, which for those of you that don't know what the World of Darkness is, it's a tabletop video game series, uh, where you can play, uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse, Vampire the Masquerade, and there's even, I believe, like, Witches and Warlock type of, um, games as well, but, uh, Werewolves, obviously, I love Werewolves, I love the Underworld franchise, I love Lycans, Werewolves in general, um, so Werewolves I'm a huge fan of, and, I was like, okay, so we finally have a game about actually dedicated to being a werewolf and being able to change forms and stuff. And I had a lot of hope for this game. And I think I had a little too much hope because I was very disappointed with the game that it ended up being. Uh, This game does cost you about $50 US or $55 for the Legend of Gaia edition, which essentially gives you an extra emblem for your jacket, um, a few other jacket colors, um and also different fur colors for your werewolf and uh lupus wolf form um and on top of it gives you a companion which I never used. I don't know what the purpose of it was. Uh whenever I play through it again, I'll decide to use it. But so essentially this game took me about I would relatively say 8 hours. Um if that, I mean it was it was relatively around 8-6 hours for me. I played it on easy because, you know, I just wanted to, you know, listen to the story and stuff cuz the gameplay itself uh was also, you know, Um, something that I'm grading it on. So, basically, I'm not grading this game on graphics or anything like that, considering that it is a budget title. It is not a AAA-developed game. So, I do not expect the graphics of this game to look great, but they looked a lot better than I thought they were going to. But we're basically going to be covering the story, and we're going to be covering the gameplay as main points as to what I'm rating this game. But we will cover the graphics and stuff, obviously. So, let's talk about the pros, the cons, and kind of things that I'm just like, eh, I don't know what to feel about it. So, obviously knowing that this takes place in a world, uh, or in the video game, or not video game, the tabletop game, um, world of World of Darkness, along with vampires and other mythologic creatures, you play as Kahal a Fianna tribe werewolf, basically the warriors of the werewolves, because you have, like, different tribes, um, then you have the black, uh, spiral dancers, which are werewolves that were corrupted by the worm, Um, you have the Fianna tribe, and then, um, you have the Red Talons, which, you know, hate humans, like, they just want to kill them all. Um, and you are fighting for Gaia Mother Earth, right? And so, the beginning of the game, you are trying to drive Endron out of your region, so you, your wife, your wife's sister, and your daughter are on this mission, and essentially what happens is, uh... You, they end up sending Rodko, who is the brother of Ludmilla, which would be Cajal's wife. Uh, Ludmilla gets sent into the facility to do some tampering of some kind. She ends up being compromised, so Cajal has to go in um, and you know help unlock a door for her. Come to find out there's a Black Spiral Dancer after her, so Cajal rages out, of course, into his werewolf form and proceeds to fight through the facility to his wife, where the Black Spiral Dancer kills her. And then he gets pissed off and kills a black spiral dancer, uh, dancer Jesus, and goes into exile for five years, leaving his tribe, believing and uh, his Karen, um, which is what they call like their little communities. And he essentially leaves for five years, thinking he's a danger to everybody. Five years later, he decides to return back to the Washington State Forest to, you know, go back to his Karen and his tribe and help them out, um, and. Uh, One thing that I can say, uh, right now we're obviously just going through the basic story, um, and there obviously will be spoilers and whatnot, Um, so he goes back to help his tribe, fearing that Endron's going to go after them after finding plans about them attacking the werewolves, Uh, then you meet up with Rodko, who ends up fighting quote-unquote robot chick or whatever, Uh, her name was, she was general something anyways. Uh, but yeah, so, um, she ends up, uh, damaging Rodka with silver bullets. Um, Cahal comes in, pretty much fights off the Endron guards and basically you, um, end up fighting and taking over all the Endron facilities in that, um, area, and, uh, you eventually end up moving through different biomes. So like once you're done completing out all the outposts in the Washington state area, you will end up moving, uh, to the, uh, Nevada desert and a, uh, prison even. And then to finally to a, uh, oil rig, which is where the ending of the game will take place. Um, and in my opinion, I think that the beginning of the game is probably the most amount of time that you spend in a re or in a biome would be in the Washington State Forest. Um, so basically, the story is you are trying to fight Endron out of these specific locations, and you end up killing um, some significant characters, being Rodco after he gives into his rage. You end up uh, your wife dies at the very beginning of the game. You end up killing, well, not killing, but you like really hurt a, like a, a god figure among the red talons um, that was corrupted by the worm. And also your daughter ends up dying at the end when you end up fighting her after she gets transformed into the, a femori Now, for those of you that don't know what a femori is, basically the uh, Endron Corporation started making this thing called Protocol Earthblood or whatever. And hence the name of the game. And basically it transforms people into Femori, which would basically be like the worm taking over and or possessing a human and giving them like super strength and durability. Well you know, in, in some form, not exactly to the werewolf's extent, but still, um, and the worm is basically in the world of darkness, like the major, um, enemy of the werewolf. so you have, like, three entities, which are, like, the major rulers of the universe, you have the weaver, which creates things, the wild, which is, like, chaos and order, and then you have the, uh, worm, which is the main enemy, and that destroys the old to make room for the new, and the worm becomes, um, self, um, aware and ends up starting to i guess tangle the wild and the weaver inside its web and then continues to destroy things at a exponential rate including earth and gaia and the werewolves protect gaia um and basically that's what makes the worm their major enemy and also it corrupts things and basically endron is a subsidiary company of pentax which is like the evil mega corporation above endron endron's just the oil mining and uh lumber businesses that cut down trees and destroy forests and whatnot So, you are essentially trying to, throughout the game, take over, like, each biome and drive Andron out, but at the same time, like, as you end up killing people that are close to Kahal's character, like I said, Rodko, being Lamilla, uh, which is his wife's brother, um, killing his own daughter um, by the end of the game. <laughs> And then you have this guy called Watkins who is like the major big bad or the oversight leader. Now, this game is said to be an RPG game, right? So the the one thing I got to say about the game story is it would benefit a lot better if the facial animations were better because like kahal's character model and his facial animations are the only one that shows emotion and expression and you know looks decent and every other character model kind of like looks like they're dead like they're kind of a robot with like human skin on them and they aren't as detailed so it kind of makes the rest of the story kind of hard to you know get really into or to feel bad for characters because they just seem so robotic. But Kahal is like the only character you can really feel for. He's the only one that actually has some sort of facial animation and whatnot. But basically the story is, you, your wife dies, you go into, uh, give into rage, kill one of your own, leave your tribe, come back to protect them, and you end up having to kill somebody in your tribe after you drive Endron out of the region because they give into the rage. Then you proceed to chase your daughter throughout the entire game and end up killing her, and then you end up killing the major bad guy and or deciding to go save your pack and letting the major bad guy get away, which may impact if you see him in a future game down the road. I don't know which ending is canon, but there's two. You can either kill Wadkins or save your pack, and obviously doing one or the other will affect the outcome of either one dying or or the other, but... (laughs) So yeah, but at the end of the day, the oil rig gets destroyed, and the biofuel, um, known as Earthblood, gets destroyed, and like I said, Earthblood turning people into Fomori, which is basically the worm worm uh, ah, possessing people, giving them super strength and durability, Um, but yeah. So that's what ends up uh, happening. Basically, by the end of the game, it's a very simple story. Basically, it's a I need to get my daughter back type of taken kind of vibe, except you're a werewolf and you're fighting against a mega corporation and for Gaia at the same time. But the story is very much contained to Kahal and fighting for his daughter after the death of his wife. And literally throughout the game, everybody close to him has the chance of being killed. But like I said, with the lack of facial animations and voice acting other than Kahal and like one other person in the game um it's not there's it just it doesn't make you connected to any of the characters in my opinion I just think that that really hurts the story and the story could be a lot better like I'm I'm all for you know trying to save your daughter and chasing her throughout this entire game for the most part but at the end of the day if you're gonna do that and there's gonna be no good facial animations and or voice acting other than your main character that really hurts the plot and when everybody else starts dying around the main character that he's supposed to be close to it doesn't hit me like I recently just got done playing Detroit Become Human along with um beyond two souls and uh, um until dawn um literally the day before werewolf came out and those games made me cry they made me you know actually feel emotion for the characters but this game the only character i cared about was kahal um and everybody other you know character around him i think ava was the only other character i cared about which was like their techie because in the werewolf community you have your warriors which are the werewolves and you have your people that are like better in human society that can actually talk and use computers and stuff very well so you know the where like i said different tribes different traits um and they have their own, own you know government system but we're talking about the game not the major lore but the the game is very simple Oh, if you're just trying to get your daughter back throughout majority of the game, and all the people closest to you around you die, rather than they give in to the rage, or that they got possessed by the worm, um, or got corrupted by the worm, um, and or get you know killed by getting shot. So when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, um, the story is very simple to follow. Uh, it's just it it really suffers from not having good voice acting other than the main character and lack of facial animations and like i said i understand that this is a budget title it's not that big um in terms of how much money they had to make the game but this game is um in my opinion story wise a pretty basic story um which can make it good like i said this story would have been good if it had good facial animations if the voice acting was a little bit better it wasn't terrible but it just kind of It didn't have the emotion that you wanted out of the performance. And with, like I said, lack of facial animation, that kind of didn't help everything. But um, other than that, though, if if they had all those things, the story would be very good and well done. Although it's simple, it's a very effective story. And like I said, if they made me cry and feel for the characters in the game, I would definitely rate this game a lot higher than it's going to be rated. So that's basically the simple story of the game um you get exiled after you you end up giving into your rage and killing one of your own after your wife dies you come back to protect your um your pack and essential or your cairn and they um end up driving Andron out of the region but you end up killing your best friend i guess you could say um because he gave into his rage and you chase your daughter throughout multiple biomes you fight the red talons because they get corrupted by the worm and then you knock some sense into them And then you chase your daughter all the way to the oil rig where you end up killing her. And then you have the option to save your pack and let Watkins get away. And or um, kill Watkins and your pack dies. But the oil rig goes down regardless, which destroys Earthblood, at least for the time being. Um, So yeah, that's essentially the story. So, gameplay. Now this is where Werewolf is supposed to excel. Now... (laughs) They said that this was a role-playing action game. It's not very much role-playing. Like they do have a dialogue tree uh, for the gameplay mechanic, but the dialogue tree doesn't really do anything. It's not like the choice games where like your dialogue will affect the outcome of what happens. No, it's not like that. You can literally say whatever you want, but it does not affect the outcome of anything. There are some, there were some points in the game where like you could infiltrate and act like an agent of Endron um and or like the security force and or you know just act like you know you're volunteering to be a part of the endron soldier program which is pretty cool um but essentially yeah there's just all these things where you know uh, or moments where you can act um like undercover in a way which is cool but other than those little like few moments you have in the game the dialogue tree thing's kind of pointless to me like it just doesn't feel that great and there's not that much customization to your character anyways um, so that's problematic, um, but yeah. So I gotta say, for the most part, um, on, on the gameplay side of things, it's fun being a uh, you know Crynos. You can upgrade your you know abilities throughout the uh, the game. So you have you know your Hamid form, which basically allows you to talk to people and blend in in uh, crowds in certain uh, areas, um, mainly in the Washington chapter in the beginning. Your Lupus form, which essentially is just used for traversal and stealth um and to go through vents and stuff to move from room to room so your lupus form is you know the main one uh that you would use for like if you want to get around the map quick Hamid is probably one of the least used forms in my opinion um in the Hamid form the only way that you can attack people is doing a self takedown or shooting them with your crossbow which has limited bolts and after that you're kind of on your own because you can't go you know people um and then the Krenos form being your major combat form so basically I thought when they said you could change to the, all the three forms at will that you could be Krenos whenever you want like literally if you just want to run around as a werewolf the whole time you could yeah that's not the case and also the, every mission is set up the same you move from room to room fighting enemies but you always start off in stealth or you can choose to go straight into werewolf mode the stealth in this game does not feel rewarding because the AI is dumb as fucking shit. Like, they can literally be looking at you and they just won't even acknowledge that you're there. Or they might see a wolf in a highly uh, maximized facility and it's like, oh, that's normal. Like, they just completely ignore what's going on. You could to take out half the room and they still would be like, oh, everything seems fine here. Like, they're just, oh, they're dumb. They're really stupid. Like, the AI is bad. Um... But yeah, so at, uh, when you play through the Hamid form, like I said, it's basically stealth, shoot people with a crossbow, lupus if you want to run around, Krenos to wreak havoc. In Krenos, you can use special abilities such as heal um you can also use the roar which will knock enemies back on their you know face you can do a lunge um and then of course uh the, that's for the agility stance so there's like two stances of screen there's agility where you get more speed um and it's better dodging um and quicker attacks um and then of course there's the heavy stance where you're a lot slower but you deal more damage uh with your attacks and in heavy form you can like throw this wind um projectile at enemies which can knock them back, or you could do like a slash attack, uh, or I like to call it the heavy slash attack. Um there are some other ones that you can do, but I did not unlock them in my gameplay, so I cannot tell you about those specific ones. Um you can also unlock crossbow uh or electric crossbow bolts for your Hamid form, uh which is really cool. But yeah, I would say overall, um Werewolf the Apocalypse, uh, in terms of gameplay, is mainly Krenos-oriented. That's where, like, most of your combat and everything is. Um, And, of course, there's Frenzy Mode, where you build up this meter, and then you can end up literally, like... You get, like, the uh, um, abilities and the uh, pros to both the Agile and Heavy stance. So you can literally deal a lot of damage, but also quickly dodge shit as well. But, however, you kind of do lose a little bit of control um, to your fighting movement, so you can't just stop and attack midway, you know, you have to complete that action, you can't control yourself completely when in frenzy, but you do deal a lot of damage, um, I would have to say in the gameplay, it's really fun, but yet again, there's one thing that makes gameplay really lack, and make it boring. First of all, repetitive enemies. Now, for the first half of the game, you'll be fighting against normal soldiers with shotguns and or silver bullet snipers, or snipers, or pistols, or mechs. But halfway through the game, you end up getting you know met to the famori, which are obviously the worm uh, corrupted humans that transform into these disgusting beasts or, or creatures that have some sort of um, special ability, rather than um, you know a you know quick uh attack to match yours of the werewolf or a heavy attack to match you of the werewolf um and or a defense mechanism or like a heal because this is one character that literally like shields all the other enemies so like when you hit them you do no damage until you take care of that one specific enemy but yeah so there's the famori. they get introduced halfway into the game some bosses that you will fight you'll fight a um you'll fight the red talons in this game You'll fight Black Spiral Dancers to be specific three, um, at different two of them at one point of the game and one in the very beginning of the game. Um, so you'll be fighting against Black Spiral Dancers, uh, the Red Talons twice, um, and you fight against either Watkins, maybe you're not, and your daughter as a huge Fomori. <laughs> So, yeah, this game is relatively um in gameplay, like I said, really lacking in enemy variety. And another thing, the environments all look the same. So this is another game that suffers the Avengers uh, syndrome of of gaming where you have a lot of repetitive environments in terms of the Endron facilities. And on top of that, you also have the same enemy types, which makes the game very boring. And like I said, halfway through the game, they introduced the Fumori. But at that point, you know, the fumori end up getting old as well. And, I don't know, the fulmori. just, you know, I think they're introduced a little, like, you know, they should have been introduced a little bit earlier into the game and had more variation of the fulmori. but that's my little nitpick um, on the enemy, you know, like, area, but in terms of, like, the inside uh, environments, it's, it's really, it's really bad. I will say, for, like, the outside environments, such as, like, the sky in the Washington part of the map looks beautiful. It looks so fucking nice and good. Um, with the moonlight and everything, I would say probably the worst-looking biome would be the Nevada desert because it's a desert. It is literally the worst-looking of all the biomes. The oil rig is pretty cool because, you know, you do have the ocean around you and stuff. But then again, you know, all the facilities look very much the same. And like I said, each gameplay routine is basically stealth kill or go into rage mode, kill everybody in the room, move to the next room, go into stealth choose to go into rage or do a little bit of stealth then go into rage it's basically copy paste repeat every encounter and it's basically the avengers um type of gameplay routine where you're doing the same shit over and over against the same enemy types in the same looking room and it just gets boring and like and uh, in, in Hamid form and in lupus form it feels like your characters are just slow as fuck. Like, they feel super slow, like, slower than they should be, and it, the controls feel a little bit stiff in those two modes. The Krenos mode only feeling like that. that's where most of the major work went into. Um, but, yeah. So, when it comes down to the story and the gameplay, I was disappointed with both. The story, you know, it, like I said, it would have been fine um, if it had good animations for facial... Uh, expressions and uh, voice acting some did good for voice acting but you know it's mainly Kahal that had to lead everything but other than Kahal looking good and sounding good everybody else it wasn't as good the gameplay is repetitive against the same type of enemies and the same looking areas and it just got boring after a while i think towards the end of the game things get you know picked up and start to become better but then again you're at that point trying to, you know, you're, you're closing towards the end. So things of course are going to be getting better by that point. But, um, other than that though, this game unfortunately suffers a lot of problems that Marvel's Avengers does minus the whole, you know, looter shooter aspect where, you know, the, um, the maps and everything look relatively the same when in terms, uh, in terms of all the drawn things, the gameplay is repetitive and it's the same thing. And I get it's an action button masher game but it's still repetitive and it gets boring um so yeah there are some problems and big nitpicks i have with the game werewolf the apocalypse to me is just an overall um disappointment um especially when you're talking about a game based in such rich lore and history of a tabletop game and also on top of that being a werewolf game and just not having better animations for changing between um the werewolves Um, One thing I will say that they did well in this game, though, is capitalizing on the spiritual world and realm aspect, because in Werewolf the Apocalypse, spirits and nature and Gaia and all these, you know, just spiritual entities, they are, or figures, they are very central and integral to the Guru, which are the werewolves. um, And essentially, they did a very good job at showing, like, if... I forgot what the guy's name was in uh, Nevada. It started with, like, a P. It was, like... Paralu or something like that. I don't know, but you know, it just they did a good job with that and being able to have your character have a spiritual connection with nature and with Gaia, and that's really nice. I think that that was really something that they did very well. But unfortunately, in terms of the gameplay, um it's it's just repetitive in the same looking areas against the same looking enemies, and eventually it went from being really fun to kicking everybody's ass as a werewolf to boring. Um, and like I said, with the story without good, you know, punch lines and lines being delivered that make you feel for the characters and the lack of facial animation on the characters make them look robotic. So it's just not that fun to listen. Uh, you know, it's not that interesting. I guess you could say you can't really get sucked into it. The only thing I think I felt for, you know, the only time in this m- game, I think Kahal uh, made me almost cry when he saw his daughter dead, but that was it. Um, that was the only point in the game, I think, when I felt an emotional connection at all throughout this entire game. But yeah, so World of the Apocalypse, um, I am going to give out of a 10 rating, um, a 6. This is a game that I would love to be able to give an 8 out of 10. This is a game that I would love to be able to give a 10 out of 10, if, if possible, or 9 out of 10. But unfortunately, like I said, due to the gameplay, repetitiveness, uh, not having enough enemy types um and the combat just eventually getting boring um fighting people in the same locations it gets you know really repetitive and then on top of that the story just it it was a fine story don't get me wrong but due to the fact that the lines were not delivered good enough to make me feel a connection and the lack of facial animations to get me to be invested in the characters um and their stories and their actual emotional like um uh Acting, it just, it really bothered me, you know? And like I said, when you play games that have good emotional, like, facial animations and stuff like Detroit Become Human, like, um, Beyond Two Souls, like, um... Until Dawn, you know, you can't go to a game like Werewolf and say that's some great acting and stuff because it's not. Like, I can tell the difference. It's it's almost cringe to this uh, level of, like, how some of the uh, voice acting is. And I'm not trying to make, you know, these people feel like they did a shitty job. They didn't do a terrible job. Uh, Their voice lines probably would have been better with better facial animations. The facial animations is what really makes... (laughs) your line delivery worth it because if your character's face isn't expressing the emotion that you're, you know, portraying in your voice um then it's just, you know, it's not going to it's not going to work out very well but um yeah I give it a 6 out of 10 um this game could be very much improved upon it seems like they want to make a sequel which I'm I'm down for a sequel this this is a game where yes I feel like I spent more money than I should have I felt like if I spent 20 to 30 dollars on this game that would have been more justifiable um but yeah this game, I think, has a lot of potential. They have a lot of lore to go off of, and I, and I get, you know, the graphics didn't look the greatest. They look like an older type of game. But then again, that doesn't bother me. I knew that going in that the graphics weren't going to be great as hell, and I was okay with that. Okay, I know it's a budget title game, and that's fine. It was still fun for what it was. However, I'm just saying for the story and the gameplay, for their next installment, if they do end up getting a green light for that installment, um, I would like to see them, you know, be able to... Um, incorporate better facial animations, um, and on top of that, just having more enemy variety and different-looking rooms to fight in, and or maybe just a little bit of a revamp of the gameplay. So, you know, you could still have stealth-incorporated sections, but it's a werewolf game. We all know you want to play as a werewolf and beat shit up, right? So, yeah, you could do that. Maybe even add in a horde mode. I think that that would be a very good investment as well. I think horde mode would be really nice. Just be a werewolf and just kill as many people as you can. Survive as long as you can. And, yeah, I think that that would work out very, very well. Um, just to have something a little extra there in the game to, you know, incentivize people to buy it. But, yeah, I don't know if they're going to come out with DLC for this game or if it is just the way that it is. But I'm unfortunately giving it a 6 out of 10, maybe 7 out of 10. It depends, you know, I, the game I grow on me. I might end up, you know redoing the review at some point down the road if i end up feeling like i didn't you know rate this game correctly but do i recommend you buying this i only recommend you buying this if you like button masher action games and or werewolves or if you're a fan of world of darkness i think that this game will be very much for you but for the casual gamer that's just looking to play a video game um that even if it's just a fighting game or something, this is not for the average gamer. This is for somebody that's into the world of darkness, that's into werewolves, and that's into button-mashing um, action games. And this is literally who it's made for. Now, I will say, before I leave, the fucking soundtrack is fucking badass. Uh, alien Weaponry, I think it's Kai uh, Tengata. I think that's the name of the song, that's in the main menu, fucking great. And also, every time you enter uh, a fight as a werewolf, heavy metal kicks in and we know from doom and we know logan i love heavy metal but uh that will be uh all for me today guys um i hope you guys have a great sunday super bowl sunday uh, if you watch football um so yeah i hope you guys have a great day and i will catch you all in the next one